What's up, family? Today is October the 2nd, 2022. This is episode 250. Yeah, it's been quite a journey, brothers and sisters. I knew I would get here. I didn't know how long it would take, but I did know I would get here. Because if there's one thing, I think it's always been a pleasure of mine is to speak to the people, drop tidbits, you know, pass on whatever information that I could. It never really matters about how big an audience may be because I remember my pastor once said, it doesn't matter if there's a hundred people in an audience. If you touch one, you did your job. And that's the same thing. If there's a million people in the audience and you touch one, you did your job. Because everybody's not going to like what you do. Everybody's not going to like what you say. And you're going to have your doubters and you're going to have your haters. And that is so true. But if there's one thing I have invested into the three over three years of podcasting with Anchor FM, slash Spotify because Spotify owns Anchor now. Well, anyway, 250. And for the 250th episode, I can't promise next week. There's a lot of things that I'm working on with the podcast, uh, mainly video, shortening it up and also putting it on uh, video, YouTube. Uh, I try to, you know, do some sampling with dropping a 60-second uh, clip because I, I, I want to keep going, but I want to shorten it up and I want to move to videos. But as for the 250th episode of this particular podcast, I want to talk about equity and ownership. Equity equals ownership and I want to talk a little bit about the uh, social media app that I've been involved with for what over two over one and a half years about one and a half years now a little bit over one and a half years and that's fan base and the thing about fan base I've been an investor three times into fan base and Though Isaac Hayes is the owner, I have equity into the app. Equity equals ownership. If you were breaking it down, you would be breaking it down into not even 1%, but there's equity in the app that I have. And not only that, there's equity in other particular businesses on Start Engine. Start Engine is the uh, the the uh, it's the uh, the website or the app that you go to in order to invest on the best with fan base and that's Start Engine. I have some quote unquote equity into Start Engine as well. Start Engine started off at 700 and it was about 786 million dollars. That's 
what the valuation was when I first started with Start Engine. The valuation now for Start Engine is one point about one point three billion dollars. Shares are thirteen dollars now, like twenty five dollars, and that's been less than a year that I invested, or about a year that I invested with Start Engine. Now with Fanbase, brothers and sisters, Fanbase is a social media app that it's for anybody, even though a black man is the CEO. The app is for everybody. Not only that, you can get paid for your content that you're putting out there. It's not, this is not, this is just something that I'm throwing out there because it's it's important. You know, a lot of people don't know about fan base. So it's important that you could get paid for your content. You know, even though you may look at a half a penny, but we use hearts. One heart equals half a penny two hearts is a full penny now you may say oh that ain't no money but when you look at all these other apps that are trying to duplicate what fan base has already started so what does that tell you we're talking about the IGs for you who don't know that's Instagram uh, you're talking about the Facebooks which is meta now uh, you're talking about Twitter well Twitter I don't think Twitter ever provided nothing uh, Clubhouse, uh, I don't know what they provide. I'm not really off into a lot of these these uh, apps and what they provide because I have no equity into those apps. I am on them, but I don't have any equity into them. So therefore, when I, oh, and don't let me not forget TikTok. Uh, these, those apps, I have no equity into them, but this particular app, Fanbase, I have equity a three-time investor phase one two and three so I'm a three-time investor into fan base fan base started off at for, for the first cycle was 20 million dollar evaluation now when you say what's an evaluation evaluation is just saying oh this is what this app could be or this is what this app is at this time now for the second phase, the app went from 20 million to 50 million. So the app jumped 30 million in its evaluation. So now for this third stint or this third go around, the app is now valued at close to $100 million. I believe at the start of this third go around, it's like 86 there's progress in the app itself so with the progress the evaluation will go up and up and up now the people are lucky that common folk could actually invest as little as $250 into an app that could potentially be worth billions of dollars in the near to near or distant future but it definitely will go up the progress just needs to be done and the people just need you know come on board now saying all this about fan base basically the whole key about everything is more or less ownership and equity equity and ownership a lot of people uh, don't understand 
equity. Take, for instance, something small. Say you have a car and you pay $25,000 for the car. Now, say you put $15,000 into the car. So you all you owe now is $10,000 on a car. You have equity in your car. See, when you have more money invested as to uh, opposed to what you owe, even though you don't have 100% ownership, that is your equity. It's like a home. Take a home, for instance. You buy a home for, say, $200,000. And before you make a single payment, the house has already doubled in value. Now, you haven't even made a single payment and your loan is $200,000, but you haven't made a single payment because the house has already doubled in value. So now you have a $200,000 equity in this particular property and you haven't even made one payment. I bought uh, some baseball cards. Actually, my, my wife bought me some baseball cards for Christmas. That's the only thing I wanted. They were black baseball cards and from the Negro Leagues. And she went on Amazon and she got the cards for $69 because that's all I wanted. You know, when you, you get old, you don't need a whole bunch of stuff for Christmas. It's like, you know, you, 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 you start accumulating things of value. Not just a hat or, well, you know, what like, was a tie, whatever the normal Christmas jargon uh, bullshit is. But these cards last year around this time were $69 for a, bo- a, a box set, very small. About, I don't know how many cards, I think about 100 cards in the, in the set. Today, you go on Amazon, the cards are worth. $299. So you see the equity that has been cured in those cards in less than a year. Now, $69, just say $70, and the cards are going for, let's say, $300. Already the cards have picked up a $230 value in equity. So if I sold the cards, I can pick up $230 plus or more dollars. You see the equity? But having equity in a business may not be a lot, but it's something. Having ownership in something is better than having nothing. Whether it's a big piece or a small piece. Magic Johnson, uh, when the Dodgers were sold, from uh, the McCord family sold them because the McCord family didn't have no money. They was basically wanted to borrow money from, this is a, a Major League Baseball. Uh, the McCord family wanted to borrow money and plus he was going through a divorce with his wife, wanted to borrow money from the Major League Baseball in order to make payroll. Because see, you can't run a franchise and not pay your players. You have to go and take out loans. So, 
what Major League Baseball did, considering the guy didn't have his, uh, he, he really couldn't run the team the way the team should be run. So what he did, well, Major League Baseball, they basically they pretty much made him sell the franchise. So a guy went, the McCourt family, the guy went from not being able to pay his players to borrowing money from Major League Baseball to make payroll into selling the Dodgers for $2.02 billion. Pay off his wife in the divorce settlement and he cleared a nice chunk of change, well in, well over a billion dollars is what he cleared for selling the Dodgers. Now, Magic Johnson in this particular deal put up $50 million in a $2.2 billion deal. Magic Johnson is two point, but Magic Johnson's $50 million was only 2.25% of that that $2 billion sale. Now, Magic is not the owner of the Dodgers. He is a partner with the group that owns the Dodgers, but Magic's two, well, I'm sorry, Magic's $50 billion say because the Dodgers have I would say the Dodgers' net value is probably close to $4 billion. So if the Dodgers ever sold, were sold, let's say, then Magic would clear at least $100 million off of his $50 million original investment. Then again, it could be more. We're just speculating a little bit. It could be more. More than likely, it probably will be more if the Dodgers are ever sold by this group. But he has equity into the Dodgers. He's not the owner, but he has equity into the Dodgers as well as ownership. Can he make any uh, laws or can he pass any rules or stipulate? No, no. But he could always you know, suggest like most partners they they can uh, suggest but the thing about this is having something, uh, buying stock into companies like your Googles, your uh, Apples, your Amazon. You know, it may seem silly, but with new avenues of investing now where you could actually go in and buy parts of a share. Like, say, for instance, you buy... Uh, Google, no, no, say you buy Apple, since everybody loves Apple, we'll use Apple. You buy Apple. Apple's running about maybe close to 150, anywhere between 150 and 160. You can go now and buy $10 worth of one share of $150. See, you're building equity. You're building a nice portfolio for yourself. Brothers and sisters, the key to all of what I'm saying is ownership is key. Ownership builds power. Ownership, when you have ownership, you can speak on some things. You can make suggestions. When you have nothing, you can't say nothing. But talk to yourself. 
talk in the dark rooms, but it don't mean nothing to people. People don't listen to people who have no power. People don't listen to people who have no money. And when you don't demonstrate that you're trying to even save money or build anything of wealth, no one's really going to take you seriously and they're not going to pay you no mind. That's why ownership is key. That's why when you hear people say, oh man, I wouldn't buy no house, uh, you know, this and that. Well, that's you. That's why I tell people all the time, don't listen to what everybody say. Because a lot of people are saying, don't necessarily mean it's right. Do your own homework. We all, especially black people, should have some type of uh, ownership of some type of property that we should have. We should have because everybody is buying property. Everybody knows the key to building wealth. Because wealth doesn't mean you're going to be millionaires and you're going to be swimming in the... No, 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 no. A house could be wealth. A house could be wealth. But when you listen to people, I know a lot of people are into a lot of, you know, these little new things, NFTs and all that stuff. Yeah, but those things, those things are not going to pop up overnight and you're going to be a billionaire or hell, you ain't going to be a millionaire. Hell, you're going to be a hundred thousandaire. But property is the key to growing wealth to where you may want to be. Millionaire, billionaire status. But that's how you build wealth. It's property. I don't care if it's just a lot sitting with nothing on it. If you got the money and you can afford it, go for it. Because nowadays, lots, people are buying up property next to lots. And if you can't do what you, if you buy up a property next to a lot and you want to do something bigger than what uh, the property you already bought, you have to go to that person who owns that lot. And you can say, hey, this is what I want. And if they don't want to pay it, then say, well, that's fine. I'm going to keep it. The money will definitely rise. The equity that you already have, you could double or triple. That's why buying property is key to building. Buying property just to have a peace of mind. Not have to go to the man every 30 days and drop him off a payment for staying on his property. Having a peace of mind and say, that's mine. I don't give a shit if it's a cardboard box. It's yours. See, people get too hung up in what they see stars. You see a lot of these stars, they don't own their properties. You can ask yourself a question. Why would people who make millions and millions of dollars not actually own their property? A lot of them, what? Lease these big homes? A lot of them, when the money goes sour, not making the big money no more, they... If they can't sell it, they just foreclose automatically. They just oh man, forget it. I ain't paying no money on this. I've, I've known several people who have done that into the into the music game. So ownership is key. Pick up some fan base. Uh, invest your money, your little two fifty into fan base. Like I say, I'm a three time investor in a fan base. Fanbase is not the only company that I've invested in. I've invested six, I've made six and in, six investments on Start Engine. Start Engine is one. Fanbase did that three times, so that's four. 
I started, uh, I invested in a company called Streamlytics. It's owned by a sister, last name Benson, Streamlytics and Crown Hops Brewery. That's a black owned beer company. Crown Hops is doing some amazing things right now. Crown Hops is the only one that actually sent me the shit that they promised. They sent me my glass. They sent me my uh, membership card. They sent me my certificate. You can look up your information on Fanbase, brothers and sisters, when you invest. I'm sorry. You can look up your information on Start Engine when you invest uh, into companies that Start Engine pretty much represent. But, brothers and sisters, equity is key in this life. Ownership, equity equals ownership. You have to start getting with it. Or, not but don't talk about something if you're not going to do it don't complain about something if you're not doing it because no one really wants to hear that you're talking but you ain't doing many people talk but they don't do brothers and sisters I've got maybe anywhere between 40 to 50 investments into different companies, whether it be stock, whether it be crowdfunding, anywhere between 40 to 50. I haven't counted them up. I don't count anymore. I just, they do what they do. See, you can be an ordinary person with a nice portfolio. A lot of people look at things, they look and see how you wear, what kind of clothes you wear, uh, see what kind of car you drive, and see where you live. And see, that's the ignorance of a lot of people. And that's the ignorance of a lot of black people. You judge people from something that you know nothing about. You don't judge a person because they got a big old house and whatnot. You don't know if they rent that house or buying that house or leasing that house. You don't know. But you judge because you see. So automatically, a lot of people who see things, oh man, they got that nice house, they own that house. And it's like, no, they don't. They rent this house. They don't own it. Or you see people driving nice, expensive cars. One thing about white folks, you don't see white folks flaunting no cars. They drive basic cars. Hey, they may have a nice Mercedes or whatever. The missus may have a nice Mercedes or whatever. But they don't go around here flaunting what they have. You don't even know what they have. It's like I always use as an example the little Jewish lady who's pushing the wheel basket coming from the grocery store and she's maybe a a scarf on her head a moth moth eating sweater whatever maybe the shoes are not so spectacular maybe a little run over but those are the people who have not only I'm sorry not only do they have they can buy and sell you five or six times over why because they don't go around flawed flaunting what they have. Black folks love to floss. You flossing for who? You flossing for other black folks that don't have. That's all you're doing. But a lot of black people are not impressed because it's not impressive. People who have don't need to show you, don't need to prove anything to you and what they have. Having a nice portfolio to fall back on is nice. It's nice to be able to go 
look on your phone and see what your portfolio is doing. See your investments. See how they're growing. I've invested into, say, the companies. Uh, if you take all the companies I invested in three times with uh, Fanbase, uh, Streamlytics, uh, Crown Hops, you're looking at anywhere maybe one point five to one point six billion dollars in companies that I've invested in just alone with eval I'm sorry evaluation of about total and shit start engine is already at one point three billion dollars so you can do the math on where the rest of the money comes from so you know it's good to have some type of equity even if it's just one share in a company you take I'll say this and then I'm done uh, LiveX Live was a streaming service that I first got off into got off into before Fanbase and to this day it's still a nice it's still a nice little company when I got off into it I was spending about a, about a, about a dollar ninety cents a share and then it would go up, you know, it fluctuates. Uh, stocks fluctuate up and down. Now, I have accumulated a nice size portion of shares into, it's called uh, uh, Live One now. They changed the name from LiveX Live to Live One. And buying shares in the company, you know, even though the shares, they keep going down, I just keep buying. Because you just never know. And you could always pass off these things. Like I say, it's not about flossing. Flaunt. What is it? Flossing. Flossing everything. Showing everything you got. Black folks show their wares. They wear their, I'm sorry, they show their their uh their value they wear their value everybody who's walking around with these big gold chains don't necessarily mean they own them but brothers and sisters don't be impressed by things be impressed by the portfolio someone has a portfolio you're not going to see people's portfolio because one is none of your business you're not supposed to see them but when someone is telling you something, you can take heed of what they're saying. You know, and be impressed by building your own portfolio. And the way you build your own portfolio is stop spending all your money every time you get some money in your hands. If you get a paycheck, stop spending your paycheck ready to go to the mall as soon as it drops into your account. Or just doing foolish things buying a bunch of stuff that we don't need buy things put your money away uh, build up your knowledge buy books learn study uh, look go to a crowdfunding uh, uh, type of uh, crowdfunding apps or websites and check out see what they have another one a brother invested into his uh, on fan base Brother Tannen invested into his uh, uh, his company, his up and uh, up and coming company. 
and he's on fan base. Brother Tannen, he has a consumer, what is it, consumer group. Can't remember the time I had a consumer group. I invested in his. I invested in, out of all the invest, I invested five times. In, no, six times into black owned companies outside of Start Engine on crowdfunding. And more than likely for this particular year, I, I'm pretty much good. I'm set. Now, next year, I'll look into some other things. But for this year, uh, there's two. I did two this year. I did four last year. So two this year, four last year. Plus the stock market. So, you know, I, I'm happy with seeing these particular projects grow. Uh, sometimes when you're dealing with stock, you're up and you're down, up and down. But, you know, that's part of the game. Well, brothers and sisters, remember, equity equals ownership. Ownership equals equity. Brothers and sisters, until we speak again, this is your brother saying, remember, equity equals ownership. Peace!